Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, it's another episode of Your Daily Scrum with Todd Miller and Ryan Ripley. That's Todd, I'm Ryan. We get together each and every day to talk about agile, scrum, careers, life, all sorts of stuff each and every day. Like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hey, get yourself a membership so you can check out our super secret Deeper Into Scrum content some really great stuff in there help you pass your advanced certifications and who knows maybe even become a trainer so lots of helpful stuff mm -hmm. in there check it out the membership link is available in the description todd we have a question from one of our members a person mm -hmm. who has uh stepped up to the plate got a membership let's check this out all right sashin and i hope i said your name correctly if i didn't let me know in the comments i apologize in advance this wonderful member of ours, our members are all excellent people, uh, has asked, what do you think of the PMI-ACP certification? I'm going to be very clear from my context. I've never held a certification through the PMI. I never was a PMP. I never took a PMI-ACP uh, test. So I feel like my knowledge on this subject or my recommendations are very limited I would say the, the only thing that I could say is that everything, uh, the way that I view certifications is that they um, mean that you may have learned something. If you learn something by doing a certification, PMI, ACP, or whatever it might be, I mean, heck, I take fitness certifications, right, until we learn stuff and learn better coaching techniques from a fitness perspective. So yeah, um, I, I won't say good, bad, or indifferent, but I know you know a lot more about this than me. So I will say that... That's that's my vantage point on it. I don't have anything anything much else to say because of my my lack of experience. I feel like I'd be remiss if I was offering advice on something I knew very little about. Yeah, so I took the PMI Agile Certified Practitioner, the ACP certification, a number of years. I think I first earned it in 2014. Um, I have since I let it lapse in 2020. Um, so I took the test, you know, eight years ago, almost nine years ago. Um, I actually, so I have mixed feelings about this one. I really enjoyed preparing for this one. 
So there was a really good study guide book out there, um, and it covered a lot of topics. You had to look at Kanban, XP, Scrum, the Agile Manifesto, Crystal. I mean, there were questions from some long dead frameworks now. Um, I don't think anyone's doing Crystal anymore. I hope not. Maybe you are. If you are, let us know in the comments. Love to hear about it. Um, the framework, not the drug. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was actually like I, I enjoyed the preparation process. I did not enjoy having to go off site and have take a proctored assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a little bit much for the ACP. Um, so there's good and bad, right? I thought it was a really good. It, it, it's a shallow, not in a negative sense, but it just covers a lot. But it doesn't go very deep. And, but I thought it was a very good general overview intro to agility. Um, I thought it was a really good test. The assessment was interesting. Uh, what really, why I, so someone might say, well, if you liked it so much, why'd you let it lapse? Um, I've never seen market demand for it. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone say the ACP is necessary or needed. And with the acquisitions that the PMI did, uh, they picked up uh, Disciplined Agile from Scott Ambler and Mark Lyons. They picked up um, whatever it was that Al Shalloway was working on. I think his latest iteration of his thing was Flex at the time. Um, when all that stuff got pulled into the PMI, it almost created a branding issue for me. It's like you have the PMI ACP over here, but you're also selling Disciplined Agile, Flex, whatever that stuff is. And I just, I couldn't figure out because then they started selling Scrum Master courses through the Disciplined Agile line. And mm. I'm not really sure what, di- I mean, Disciplined Agile looks like a, a, like a, another safe implementation. And so I didn't mm. really want to get into that. Um, but it, it seemed like, you know, PMI was going in this very strong Disciplined Agile safe type of direction. And I thought, if this is where it's going, why am I keeping a PMI ACP, which costs time and money, and sub, and you know you have to submit PDUs, and and so that's where my head was at. And so I think I enjoyed it. It was good prep. I think it was a good test. I just don't know what the value is of it going forward, given that the mm-hmm. PMI is heading in this safe, like disciplined agile direction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's probably a really good thought that depend I guess it's uh, depending on what you're what you're getting the certification for right if you're getting a certification just to not something else on your resume all right um, if you're getting the certification you're going through the process as a learning journey uh, I think that's probably a little bit better it's more fulfilling in the yep. in the end so I think that's probably fair advice and and something that we should all keep in mind because I know there's this whole subset of the world that hates the certification thing. Right. Um, we view it as validated learning. We also view it as um, people that are self-studying. Right. Um, like we have some of the things here for Pal EBM, Scrum 101, some of the stuff under membership that we're building pretty cheap. Right. Um, but we feel it's pretty deep content uh, is uh, uh, it's all part of a learning journey. And if you want to validate that learning journey by taking an advanced or, or a basic certification, do it. But. Um, yeah, I guess it uh, depends on your motivation, right? You, you know, it's interesting. Um, motivations are important. I mean, if you're looking to learn Scrum, why would you go to the PMI? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would go to scrum.org. If you're looking to learn Kanban and get certified in it, why would you go to the PMI? You would go to prokanban.org, right? You would go to Ken Schwaber's organization for Scrum. You'd go to Daniel Vacanti's organization for Kanban. It just seems like such a weird play to me too, right? It's 
you know, what kind of what kind of crit what kind of credit does the PMI have in the agile space? I don't know. Like I I I don't view it as very high. I see it um and I could be wrong. I would love to see the comments below. Like if you're just looking for the next cert, like Todd said, that's probably not interesting. If you want a different flavor of learning, that's more interesting. But if you really want to learn Scrum or Kanban, there are better organizations out there to do that with. And so this is why I'm hesitant to, mm-hmm. to recommend it. It was a fun test to take in 2014, but in 2022, almost 2023 at the time of this recording, you have far better options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great question. That's our take on it. Um, let us know in the comments. You know, if you've taken the ACP recently and you think it's great, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, that would be awesome. Maybe we'll send Todd on a mission to earn that certification. Nope. Todd says nope. Nope. No thanks. We better, we better go to the end screen before I uh, vol- before we get in some trouble here. <laughs> sure to like and subscribe. Never miss an episode. Check us out on socials. I'm known for getting into s- stuff on Twitter and LinkedIn. So you'll probably find some stuff out there. Some videos are going to pop up. It's our free courses. Learn Scrum, right? And learn EBM. These are some great opportunities for you. We'd love to see you check out those classes. Uh, Some swag, some merch is going to pop up. I think a Squirrel Burger hoodie is on everybody's Christmas shopping list. Pick one up today. For Todd, I'm Ryan. Go forward, do some great Scrum things. We might see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.